Brooke, I have some big news. Okay. The Moms on Maui summer dates yes. are live. And this will be the last Moms on Maui of 2024. 2024. So super stoked about it. Yeah. And it's just an incredible experience. I mean, you can tell people about it more than I can because I'm not allowed to come. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's so fun. It really is. So we've got um, two back-to-back weeks up of dates in July. So it's July 11 through 16 and then 18 through 23. So you can apply for which week works for you mm-hmm. or you can apply and check both boxes and say either works. Yeah. I just want to be there. I'm just, I'm so excited about doing Moms on Maui again this year because obviously last year when I did it, it was great. It was fun. It was all the things. Yep. But I feel like since then, I have learned a lot and had yeah. some more ideas and I have some surprises up my yes. sleeve and I'm just like, let's do it. Yeah, there are literally boxes of goodies around us right, right now, now for Moms on Maui, yes. the, the April ones that are coming out. Yes. But the July dates are live. You can find those at walkandlove.com slash Moms on Maui or go to the show notes mm-hmm. or just go to our website and click on Moms on Maui. Yeah. Uh, apply today because spots are extremely, extremely yes. limited. Lemonated? Lemonated. Limited. Yes. Uh, so yeah, go fly today. Hello and welcome to the Walk and Love Podcast. I'm TJ. <laughs> and I'm Brett. And today we're going to finish our travel story. At 177 in, I'm trying new intros. Just, but only in the way you just change. <laughs> only in tone of voice. Not tone what of I voice, say. how you say. <laughs> yeah. So I like it. Get excited for next week. I got I got some plans. Thank you for listening to the Walk and Love podcast. Get progressively creepier. Hello. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have nowhere else Hi, to go with it. You are with Michael Scott. <laughs> That's a deep cut. That is a right deep there. cut. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Walk and Love podcast, a weekly conversation between Brooke and I about rhythms, parenting, faith, emotions. It's a place where we laugh and sometimes cry as we try to find language to live a full life. Mm, and if you like your listening to line up with your living, then you are in the right place. We're in the right place. Someone We're messaged us and was like, "I is everything okay? Uh, something, something, something. I was worried about you guys because you snapped at the end of the song on the outro. And mm. do we not normally do that? No, we never snap at the end. But we did last week. Yeah. So it was a joke. Are we okay? Because like, of course we're okay. Yeah, yeah, but, I, yeah. It was a joke. Yeah. But okay. <laughs> I, I like was like, oh, I guess no, because I actually noticed that you did it, and so I thought to myself, wow, somebody's gonna have to listen literally to the very end to hear that. And someone did. Wow. 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 Um, <laughs> we have a collection coming out July twenty seventh at nine p.m. Eastern, unless you are an Instagram subscriber. When then it comes out on July twenty sixth at nine p.m. Eastern, and you get the largest discount. Mm-hmm. One day early access, and some of these items will most likely sell out. So, all you have to do is go click, click, click. Mm-hmm. Let me let me get my soundboard up. What am I doing here? Up and go down. online. I go click, click, click. All you do is click, click, click over to Instagram. Type, <laughs> su- hit the subscribe button, follow the prompts, and then you'll get early access because we'll post a story, mm-hmm. an Instagram story <clears throat> with the password and everything to unlock the early access. And uh, it's very easy to subscribe. It's very easy to subscribe. That's how I feel. And because I, I subscribed. Yeah, I am also subscribed. So yeah. it's like a money loop. It's like a money loop. Like we're basically never going to run out of money because of that. Um, <laughs> 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 I uh, speaking of money, I saw this interesting like real clip. Okay. So 
This guy was talking. He was like, okay, imagine I pay $50 for groceries in cash. I gave that $50 to you in cash. Yes. Then you decide I'm going to spend $50 in cash on hardware, like something to do something in my home. So you take that $50 in cash, you go to Home Depot. Yeah. But let's you, you give them $50 in cash. Okay. Home Depot says, hey, we're going to spend $50 on food. $50 cash goes back to the food. That $50 remains $50 as the transaction continues. It's really interesting. I already know where you're headed based on what you're saying. So 100 transactions, 200 transactions. If, if they're all paying with that $50 in 210 cash. 210 transactions? 210, 220. I'm setting you up for the joke and you're not doing it. Come on. All that, those, uh, the $50 remains remains $50. $50. Now, if you pay with your card, unless you come to Hawaii, (laughs) I'm just kidding. I pay you with a card. Yes. 1.5% of that goes to a bank. Yes. After enough of those transactions of that $50, the bank owns all of that money. Right. Spooky. And it's no wonder that everyone wants us to be a cashless society because that, that benefits like banks and credit card companies and, Processing set like right, right, right. Spooky. My brain right? is still trying to fully wrap it. So, like after that? sixty transactions or whatever the percentage yeah, is of one point five percent, that original fifty dollars is not still owned by anyone. It's like all that fifty has gone up to the bank. But where's the rest of the fifty? <laughs> I I understand. <laughs> I'm getting giggly because I recognize that I'm like. <laughs> Here's something else to think of. What if Andy? I, if sneezed. I can run a mile in nine minutes, that's one of the best clips. That's how I feel right now. It's just, it's just interesting to like, think that like, you know, no, I fully get what you're there's saying. There's some deeper, like more damaging, like yeah. historical context to that. But like, I was just like, I've never thought of it that way that like, you know, yeah. I pay card for everything. But again, it's like when you're pairing, comparing cash to a card. Correct. You know, Correct. like if you if you take the same $50 in, in both places, yeah. spending on the card, eventually that $50 has vanished or is completely owned by the bank. Where if you pay it with cash, it just remains $50 through an unlimited amount of transactions. Whoa. Spooky. Anyways, I, I, I'm not here to talk about Spooky economics or uh, cashless societies, but <laughs> that's my other podcast called <laughs> Cashless with TJ. <laughs> Speaking of cash. More cash, <laughs> more problems, but then more more money, less problems. How to Invest in Pearls at the Airport, Volume 1, <laughs> ebook. Ebook, download. There's a free download, though, to get you in. Yeah, and then I'll sell you that ebook so fast. <laughs> Step one, get, get, stuck get in stranded an in an airport until they get, they're forced to give you vouchers. <laughs> Step two, buy pearls with those vouchers. Step three, uh-huh. still working on it. <laughs> oh man. So we have a collection coming out. It's the best way to support the podcast is by buying t-shirts. So on July 26th at 9 p.m., if you're a subs- Instagram subscriber, or July 27th at 9 p.m., go to shop.walkandlove.com and buy one t-shirt. If everyone on the podcast bought one t-shirt, it would be the most successful collection we've ever had in the history of time. Mm-hmm. So think about that. And wow. it's a great looking collection. It is really good. All all Give you guys a little peek behind the curtain. Okay. I ordered this collection two, three months ago. That's hard to remember. Sure. But <clears throat> maybe not I, even that. Yeah. It might just feel like that. It just feels a long time. And most of the time, I feel pretty confident when I order. I'm yeah. like, okay, I, I, I can picture, you know, who's going to, which 
sort of like our customers will buy this one and this one and this one and this one. And uh, I did not feel confident at all. Like I was kind of worried that the collection was going to be kind of a dud, um, which we've had in the past before. Like years ago, we've had some duds. Um, it's just part of business. You just it's just part of the, the you know. Sometimes yeah. you just miss. Right. You know, like like we were talking about businesses making bad decisions. Mm. Like, you know, sometimes you just miss when you're just like, hey, we're not going to fly airplanes anymore. Right. Like it's just like, oh, There's smart idea. idea, but maybe not. Right. So I was like not feeling very confident about it at all. <laughs> and like normally when I order it, I kind of forget about it and yeah. like put it out of my mind. And then when it comes, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is so good. I'm so yeah. excited. And for this one, I was like, I think I made some bad decisions. I think I made some wrong choices. And I just like kind of kept churning on that. Mm. And then it showed up and total 180. Yeah. Like complete oh, yeah. 100% 180 to the point where I'm like, man, this one's really good. <laughs> Which is so interesting. I wonder what it was in my brain. Your headspace probably when, when you were doing it versus that just maybe like, right now. Yeah, I don't know. I just felt, I just didn't have a lot of confidence until it showed up. And then I was very confident. very confident. I think it's a really good looking collection. Lots of... We got six new designs, three reprints, mm -hmm. or re one's a re-embroidery, I guess. Um, and one is the Love Is full verse with like the sort of splatter look. Mm -hmm. That one, I, I don't think we've printed in like a decade. Close it, to that, somewhere cool. around that, yeah. You know, we have, um, we've like, you know, we've been posting Instagrams and Reels and stuff about it. And it's interesting, like getting messages from people about that design. It's like, mm. I bought that when I was in high school. Yeah. And now, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm 28 years old. Yeah. And like, just wild. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time. Which is cool. That one's been out. And it kind of feels like it's back in style because it's like that cool. sort of big, big graphic T prints are coming back. And, yeah. you know, we got tons of those, which is awesome. So shop the collection, buy a t-shirt, buy a sticker, buy a t-shirt for a friend. Uh, the thing about the fall collection is it's always... These designs are all are, will not be back for Christmas. Like Correct. That's it's just, too close to Christmas close. to bring any of them back. So if you see something from fall, the Rejoice Always collection, mm -hmm. I saw your messages that Instagram changed my caption to Rejoice Hallways, um, oh. just like Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest um, collection. So Or Seacrest. That's, what it, that's yeah. what it kept correcting for me. So uh, if you see something that, that someone would like for Christmas from fall, you gotta get, get it. You gotta now. get it now because yeah. uh, we won't reprint any of these for the actual Christmas collection. Yeah. So shop.walkinglove.com, buy your shirts. A mm -hmm. huge thank you from us when you do, and we'll share a discount code at some point during this episode <laughs> because we always like to give a little extra savings to the butt clencher family. Mm -hmm. All right. Where were we in How our story? That? Where were we in our story? So we've told this story now many times. Many times we've told it. We told it at the best is yet to come. Mm -hmm. Parts of it. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. we, we told it to friends <coughs> in person and we told it half of it on the podcast. Yeah. And so that makes you can feel confused? No. Oh. We had just arrived in Atlanta. That's where we're at. That's here. where we're at, I believe. And if not, and we're a little bit of overlap, that's okay. Because yeah. like when you. Well, when we talked about the wedding. We, we were already past that. Yeah. We were, we're ready to go to Pennsylvania at this point, I think. I don't think we talked about the wedding very much. Didn't we, you we talk about the locket and everybody dancing? I can't remember now. That's why I told you to listen <laughs> to I the did end. listen. I, mean, I, I don't, I don't think I got it. into it. Because what's confusing is the day we recorded the podcast last week, Ian and Bianca came over that night and then we told them the whole story. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know. No, I don't because know. We start talking about the wedding and then we get into, <laughs> I'm going to recap last week's podcast. Okay. And then we get into talking about like how, like we're planting seeds and we don't know what that will harvest between Abby and our girl's relationship. Right. Then we talk about doing hard things. We talk about like the two okay. types. Yeah. So we didn't talk about the locket. Okay. I don't Are think. Are you sure? <laughs> I think we did. Anyway, it doesn't really matter, but like. So the wedding was great. After the, after the ceremony, <laughs> Sunny is handed a goodie bag and it's got a locket. June and it. Sunny. June yes. and Sunny. And Sunny goes. Dad, look what I got. And I whisper over to Brooke, oh, it only cost me thousands of dollars in three days of my life. I love it. I'm so happy. Wedding was great. First person on the dance floor was one and only Daisy. Um, yeah. It was just super fun. People were very, the Abby was really grateful. And then we went to, so after all that travel, after all that time in the airport, we were in Atlanta or noon in Georgia right. for 36 hours. Yeah, about. So we got back from the wedding, went to bed. I don't even know if we showered. I think we just went to bed. I think I showered in the morning. Mm. Hopefully those people changed those sheets. I don't remember. <laughs> um, and so we woke up the next morning, again, an early, early flight yeah. to from Atlanta to Harrisburg. Yep. Um, and <laughs> Go back and drop off the rental car. Drop off the rental car. Go back through the hallways. Oh, right. Go back on the Sky Tram. Go back to the airport. Yep. Go back through baggage claim. Not baggage claim. Checking uh, the bags. Check the bags. Thankfully, like at this point, kiosks were working again. Yes. Um, which and is Atlanta's really nice. And Atlanta's a moving and grooving yeah, system. Yeah. So, so. We, so we checked all our bags. And then I had one of the most, like one of the worst customer service experiences <laughs> I've ever had. I We're in the Atlanta. We're waiting for our flight to Harrisburg. At our gate. At our gate. No delays? I think one delay, honestly. I do think we had a delay. One delay. Which like now at this point is like, oh, this is just normal travel. Every flight is delayed. Yeah. They don't know what an on-time flight is anymore. (laughs) So I go up to the gate agent at in the Atlanta airport and he's typing. You know, what, you know. I don't know. What are they typing? Clickety clack. It's like, what, what, what movie is that? Where she types Like maybe planes, trains, and automobiles. I thought I thought it was um uh can't say bomb on an airplane. Oh, uh, uh, meet the parents. Meet the parents. Yeah. <laughs> um so he's typing so I'm just waiting. And I yeah. and I don't feel like I'm waiting with any sort of like Aggression? hostile body language and uh doesn't I mean, you had good claws up. Yeah, I, like, you know. Your hands were in like yeah. kitty claws. Yeah, but obviously. other than that. But that's just normal waiting <laughs> formation. <laughs> kitty claws. <laughs> um <laughs> Without looking up, he says, I assume you need something since you parked right in front of my face. <laughs> and I was just like, what? Wow. <laughs> and I didn't even know how to respond. Yeah. It's like, oh, I just need a bag to uh, tag for my stroller. That's all. Yeah. Like, it yeah. was just. I, I know, because like if they're typing and they're really in the middle of something, I don't necessarily want to come up and say excuse me can you because then they're like hold on hold on hold on and you're like okay yeah so sometimes you do just wait until they look up but But your mom had the line of the yeah my mom said you should have just said i just need your name so i can tell your superior how great of a job you're doing i was like oh cindy for the win cindy for the win that's not her strong suit that quick wit no Mm -hmm. uh -uh. but that she got a slow wit no (laughs) (laughs) no no but when it comes to uh airport stuff yeah She's on She's the She's quicker ball. than us all. Yeah. Uh, literally. L- literally. I mean, that. if you want to keep up with uh, my mom's airport walk with the rollerboard and the bag clipped to the rollerboard, 
you, you need to bring your rollerblades. You you need to bring yeah. <laughs> you need a slow jog. Right. And for sure your jogging shoes. Yeah. Um much similar to how we pack yeah. for Easter. So God's grace shined upon us on our flight from Atlanta to Harrisburg. Mm-hmm. We uh I, I I'm not kidding you. I do not remember it. I can't picture the plane. I can't picture flight attendants. I can't I don't remember any of it. We were one <laughs> row behind the exit row. And there was a seat in the exit row that was open. And I asked the flight attendant if I could move to that seat. And so I got extra leg room and we got an extra seat for Daisy. You were like up in in front of me to the side. I remember that now. And I didn't have a kid on my lap for the first flight. Yeah. And so uh, it was glorious for me. I fell asleep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Daisy was over airplanes at that point. She wasn't like hostile loud or angry loud. She was just loud. Yeah. (laughs) And it was interesting. I feel like... I'm not afraid to fly. I know that that's super real for a lot of people. And I feel yeah. like I sat next to one of those oh, people. Yeah. I yeah, could yeah. just feel the like, I mean, she like gripped her husband's hand the whole time. And, you know, like was very like, not, not co- probably cold is how I would describe it, but not mean. And I was just like, she okay. Was cold or yeah, she was, was cold. Like she was to just you. to me, like, yeah. you know, I was like, oh, sorry about that. Like I would just not, like, not, not engaged. Yeah. Maybe more not engaged than cold, which you can take as coldness. Yeah. But then the second the plane land, Bubbly she, as can be. Okay. Yeah, she's, like, oh, that's right. She started talking to Daisy. Daisy, like, and so yeah. I was just like, man, yeah. I'm so thankful that that is not me because that yeah. that must be really, really hard for that's people. That's me looking over the mall food court <laughs> down under the second the, the floor below. Just remember that I'm not I'm not being cold. I'm just not <laughs> just engaged. Terrified. Okay. I'm just real scared of heights. So after <clears> all that travel, we were finally in our destination, like our <laughs> final destination. Obviously, we wanted to be in Georgia for a few more days. We were in Har- we landed in Harrisburg. A f- good friend of mine, if you ever need to buy a, ho- a car in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, go to Auto Connections. Uh, my friend Merle dropped us off, dropped up a, dropped off a car for us mm-hmm. at the airport, which was amazing to just like walk right to a car, not yeah. have to like time a pickup, yeah, get in and mm-hmm. and get to get going. But it was wild. It was it was so much travel for like it wasn't even just a lot of travel because like we travel that far to yeah. get back for Christmas. Yeah. It was the like It was so much time spent traveling. Yeah. Not just the the literal miles that we went. Yeah, because when you travel from Maui to the East Coast, you're anywhere between like a thirteen and twenty hour travel time. Yeah. Like by the time like you layovers all and all yeah, this yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. And so for that to be four days or five days or whatever it was, was just, it, it threw me off mm-hmm. because not only did it throw me off because it was just like exhausting emotionally and mentally, but it also threw me off because in my mind, I was like, oh, we've, we, we've been here for four days. I should be adjusted to the time yeah. zone. Nope. And so everything just felt off the yeah. whole week. The whole yeah. week was, I was like, man, we were waking up super early and then like but just, also not, but, but I was still going to bed at ease. I'm like, yeah. am I am I sleeping 19 hours a night? Like, what is happening? It was very confusing. But it was super fun to see family. We got to go to some 4th of July celebrations. Mm-hmm. Which got delayed because of rain. Which got delayed. So it felt very similar. I was like, oh, been here. Yeah, been here. No, no, not because of rain. Well, the, the, parade. the parade got canceled because yeah. of rain, but then the fireworks had a delay in them. Because of te- like te- te- technical issues. weren't working. Yeah. So it's just, it's everywhere. We can't get away from it. Can't get away from it. <laughs> which brings us to the best is yet to come event. Yeah, we went to Hershey Park. We went to Hershey Park. Got rained on. Got <laughs> hottest day of the year. Then 
big storm soaking wet like and i mean soaking wet like yikes i'm wearing a white t-shirt soaking wet like 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 not like oh it rained a little like we were sopping yeah head to toe standing underneath like this arcade overhang in hopes that um you know it would slow down eventually i got to ride the wildcats revenge so if you've never been to hershey park it is a very underrated amusement park yes like I I've never been to Universal Studios. Okay. But I've been to Disneyland. Yeah. Been to some other ones. What's the other ones like Bush Gardens? Yeah. And then uh, Cedar Point. I never did Cedar Point. I know a lot of people like that. Anybody who comes to Hershey Park, who's done all malls, like man, this this is great. This is an amazing amazing amusement park. It really is. And there's chocolate everywhere. Chocolate everywhere. Great roller coasters. But I went on there. They used to have this old roller coaster that was wooden called the Wildcat. Yeah. And then they tore it down. They tore most of it down and then built a steel roller coaster sort of like in the between in the bones of the Wildcat called Wildcat's Revenge. Mm -hmm. And it was unlike anything I've ever been on. And that's That's the only way I can describe it. Like you have to just, I I can't explain it. So you sit down, no, no over the shoulder harness. It's just a lap harness. Okay. And you go upside down a ton. So you're like kind of pulled out of your seat. Just the tiniest. I mean, you're in there securely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, but you're pulled the, you're pulled out of your seat. The thing that, kind of made it feel like unlike anything else I've ever been on was as you were going up the like tick, 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 tick. You're going up the drop, yep. up, getting ready to yep. drop. You, they like put the gas on, which I know it's not gas, but like you, you start <laughs> picking up it's speed. It's not like a slow yeah, and then climb you like and then down. gravity no, it's like, drops you. Whoosh. They like shoot you up yep. to then go down. And then the speed of it yeah. was really what kind of like was unlike anything. It felt like you know, I feel like most roller coasters sort of feel like you're using the momentum of the big drop to get through the whole coaster. I know unless that's not, it's one of those like zero to sixty yeah. in two seconds. Yeah, which those but are usually then flat. You use yeah. the momentum. Yeah, and it just felt like the gas was on the whole time, yeah. and then so much upside down stuff and like twisty upside down stuff. Yeah, just with a lap harness. Right, is sort of surreal. Yeah, but it was great. Hershey <laughs> Park is great. I wish we could have. I wish I could have just gone by myself with a fast pass and just like rocked the <laughs> roller coasters, but I know you didn't get to do the Great Bear. Yeah, the or Great Bear is my favorite Fahrenheit roller coaster, or any of the yeah. other ones. Yeah. Um. So we we're, we're getting ready for the event. We, we have a pop up shop. A Saturday's shop. a pop up shop. Goes great. After the pop up shop, I'm picking up Brad Ellis from Ellis Custom Creations. And if you listen to Ghost Runners, you've already heard this yeah. story, but I'm going to tell it from my perspective. Okay. So I pick up. I, I we I, clean up you I'm like back at my parents house with the girls and you're like I'm gonna go get Brad from yep, the airport yep. and I was like cool maybe I'll see you later I don't really know rewind two weeks before that Brad is booking his tickets he says hey I can fly into Philadelphia how far away is that from you I said it's an hour and a half yeah I was what about Harrisburg I said that's even closer like 20 30 minutes yeah and he's like well, what about Lancaster and I'm like I could come pick you up on my bicycle. That was exactly what I said. <laughs> to which Brooke starts laughing at the thought of me on my bike, Brad on the pegs, pulling the rollerboard behind right. him. Yeah. You know, going down 501, yeah. let its pike. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, all right, well, I'll do that. And I'm like, amazing. Amazing. Sends me his details. You know, don't think anything of it. Do, do you remember the last time I'm now remembering? Do you remember the last time you picked somebody up at that airport? Our wedding photographer flew oh, in Oh, the I have done it before because so I told Brad it was have, the first time. But yeah. Which is the last time I think yeah. anybody flew into there. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> so I drive to the airport. I texted Brad. I said, I'm in the, I'm in the parking. I'm, I'm out front. Yeah. And he which goes, is where like, it, 
You can no, park, like I like I pulled up, like I pulled up onto the. No, I'm just talking curb. about how tiny. Yeah, it is. it's very very small. It's airport. like a restaurant sized parking lot, yeah. and it's long term and short term, and maybe employees like yeah. all in one. And you don't have to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> so I pull up on the curb and I say, "Hey, I'm here," because I I thought I was a little bit late. And he says, and he re- replies on approach. Yeah. To which I think, okay, Brad has a weird knowledge of air air travel. Yeah. So I pull into the regular parking lot and I'm like facing the terminal. So, so I'm facing like facing the terminal and I'm on my phone, just sort of clicking around, waiting for him. I'm looking at stories of people posting that they're coming in for the best is yet to come, which is just yeah. such a surreal experience. Yeah. Cause just you're just landed, like, and you're yeah, like, what? Yeah. So people came from all over the place, which is amazing. Um, and I, Brad, I see Brad start to come out and I get out of the car, I give him a hug, you know, he gets in the car, put his bags in and, and we're sitting there. And he's like, so, uh, just drove in on that bus. <laughs> and I had, and I had noticed the bus like drive up because it was, it was like an American airlines branded bus. It was like a fully wrapped bus. Yeah. And I bus. was like, oh, yeah, that's an interesting thing. I had noticed it, but I, I didn't see Brad get off of it. Right. I saw, I saw him just coming towards me fully thinking that he was coming out of the terminal. And yeah. so apparently, apparently, uh, <laughs> His flight from Kansas City to Lancaster was a flight from Kansas City to Philadelphia and then a bus drive from Philadelphia to Lancaster. And so he's getting in the car. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. I, yeah. I, to me, it's the funniest. It's one of the funniest things that's ever happened. He gets in the car and he's like, maybe this is a normal thing. I have no idea. I've never done this before. <laughs> I'm like, I've never heard of this ever before in yeah. my life. I can't stop laughing. And he's like, honestly, I didn't hate it. I yeah. didn't hate it. Like it's more <laughs> spacious. I got to be on my phone, but <laughs> I just like... yeah. So he's like sitting in Philadelphia <laughs> at a gate because his gate, his ticket, everything says flight number, whatever, what? whatever. Departing now, boarding groups yeah. one and two. Like they boarded this bus like it was a plane. They walked down the jetway <laughs> to go then down some steps. <laughs> out onto the runway to get into a bus. And Brad's like, maybe this bus is taking me to my plane. And then, nope, three other then people. Then he gets on it. Well, he says, he says he, the gate agent was talking so fast he couldn't understand her. Uh-huh. Then as he's like getting closer to down the jet bridge or down at the bottom of the jet bridge, the woman's like, do you have any lithium batteries in your bag? And he's like, well, I have my laptop. And she says, well, that's okay. It just might get a little warm. And at this point, he still thinks this is a bus. To get to into a, a plane. To a smaller airplane. He's just like, what a weird comment. Yeah. I guess I'll take it. <laughs> it's like, nope. It's just down there nope. on the bottom of the bus. So bus driver starts that thing up and they just start driving Dri- down the <laughs> runway till they get off the runway and take the highway an hour and 20 minutes <laughs> and to the Lancaster airport where his uh, boarding pass says uh, arrival, gate, gate. arrival gate. <laughs> C-U-R-B. Curb. Curb. <laughs> There it was. <laughs> oh man! So I, I still can't stop laughing about it. it yeah. It's just the funniest thing. And he was like, "I'm glad you think it's so funny," because I was like, "Maybe this is a normal thing." Yeah. And uh, the only person that knew about it was my mom. As we right. told this story over again, she goes, "You took a bus, didn't you?" I was like, "How did you know that?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my new dream. It's my new goal to a take flight, one of those flight, flight buses. buses. Um, and so. It was just so fun hanging out with Brad. If you don't know who yeah. Brad is, he's co-host of a podcast called Ghost Runners. It's also they also have a YouTube channel called Gene Shorts where they do comedy. But 
I met him through Jake, who also is on Ghost Runners. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I've just Brad and I've just hit it off, yeah. and uh, I just love hanging with him. And I knew I wanted him at the event, uh, just to like you know break be the himself. ice, be himself, be funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just so fun being able to hang with him for two days. Yeah, uh, and just yeah, trying to get him to Maui. I think it, think it's working. I think it's working. I think it's working for a, for a visit. For a visit. Yeah. 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 Well. I don't know. Is that know. our? He name? loves Kansas City. It's, oh, it's so great. I love Kansas City. <laughs> Not Missouri, though. Right. Brad has some strong feelings about Missouri. So Kansas City, Missouri versus yeah. Kansas, Kansas City, Kansas. Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which side's your brother on? Missouri. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Apparently, it shows. <laughs> Whoa. Look out. Okay. <laughs> so I don't think I've ever been to Missouri. I've been to Kansas quite a few times. Have actually. you flown into the Kansas City airport? I think so. Yes. Then you've been but to I, Missouri. Okay. Wow. So. So, wow. Okay. The team, the Chiefs also play in Missouri, so I'm just like, all right, Brad. Mm. Whatever. Yeah. All right. So, Brooke, today, why don't we talk about uh, your the event? Yeah. Or, like, do you want to chime in a little bit here and talk about the event? And Sure. sure. So, the event happened. The event <laughs> was good. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it really was. Like, I, I, I feel... Like I had no idea what to expect. And also, like I had a pretty good idea what to expect. Right. Like I wasn't going into it like blind or confused or like, oh, I don't know, we're just going to try it. Like I felt so confident in who we had asked to come speak um, between Josh and Christy and then between Jeremy and April and then just adding Brad for his fun and vibe and all of it. I felt confident, but also we've never done this before. Right. And so I was like very much feeling both and. As we were getting ready for it and even as it was happening. Um, But it was was sort of a surreal moment for me. You know, I got there early to sort of set up some of the T-shirts and things and to walk in, you know, and I said this on stage, you know, I I know how many people see Instagram posts. I know how many people like Instagram posts. I know how many people listen to the podcast. Yeah. And so I've like, I see those numbers and all those numbers are much larger Right. Then 400, which is what came to the event. Yeah. Um, maybe a little bit more because we ran out of seats. So I think yeah. we had some stragglers. Um, I know there was somebody at the front door that had like come kind of early and they were like, I can't get my thing, like their ticket thingy to load. I can't get it to load or whatever, whatever. And I was like, you can just come in because at this point, if you're sneaking into a marriage conference, <laughs> you probably need I it. Think you need it. You so think you need it. So we're going to let seat. the Lord uh, speak to you, <laughs> criminal. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so, so, you know, I know how many people listen to the podcast yeah. and to me, all those numbers are, I'm always like, oh, how do we get them bigger? They could be bigger. Like, well, yeah, it's you know, like, you, it's you, our business yeah, and you it's just marketing get, and it's, yeah. And you can, and, I, and I've spoken about this, that I can get down on myself thinking that, yeah. you know, comparison, all that kind of stuff. And so to see 400 seats was sort of just like, wow, that's a lot of people. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of people that are going to be here f- with us all day. Yeah. Um, And then, and then there's this part of me that's like, this many people are coming, right? Like it's not just going to be like 14 people in the front right? right. and no one else shows up. Right. Right. You know? Right. Oh yeah. And so to, to have, to see a crowd full of people, which if I'm gonna try to say this as I don't want to sound arrogant. Okay. But if, if we only got a, if we had a podcast with only 400 listens, yeah. I'd be very down on myself compared to what we normally get. Right. It's many years in compared to where yes. we're at now. Yes. You know, 400 for some podcasts might be like, that's incredible. That's the goal. Yeah. yeah. And so, so I don't want to downplay Correct. where you are. But we in. also have friends with podcasts who have like 
bajillions yeah. of listens, and, and they're like, well, I hope we maintain that. Yeah. You know, it's, Anyways. Yeah. And so like, I would be down on myself for that. Right. And the perspective of seeing that amount of people in person mm. is very heartwarming. Yes. Very encouraging, very inspiring. Yes. Cause it's that for us, it's that room like times over and over yeah. and over. And, and so, over. Yeah. yeah, it was just, it was just really cool. And, and every time we've done one of these events and, and this is why I like doing the events. One, I just like meeting. I like being with you, mm-hmm. me, you, Brooke, me, human, doing yeah, things human. together. Okay. And I also like being with you, butt clencher. Yeah, because it just like it's just encouraging to me. Yeah, and so it was just, not an interaction over a screen. Yeah, and I really enjoy that. Yeah, um, and so it was just really really cool. I felt like Josh and Jeremy and April and Christy just absolutely crushed it. Yeah, I could feel physically the wheels turning in people's brains. Mm-hmm. You know, people were locked in on them. They they taught so well and they mm-hmm. were so good at what they do, um, which was amazing. And we hope to have the recordings available at some point. Yeah. Uh, if you went to the event, we'll send them to you for free. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, but we'll probably have them like as a download that you can purchase. Yeah. Uh, about, we, we made it through lunch, no hiccups. Everything was going really, really well. Um, and then we had a big long lunch break for everybody. And it was funny, right before lunch, I asked if anybody packed a lunch. You know, 400 people in this room. Yeah. Only two people raised their hand. Yeah. One of which was my mother, the other which was my father, yes. which was just so good. Yeah. And I had helped her carry her cooler in. Right. And didn't think much of it. <laughs> well, I knew that's what it was for, but it was heavy. Oh. Like they probably could have fed the 400. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hey, just do the natural. <laughs> just do the natural. And so it was just super fun. It was encouraging to see people that we knew there. Yeah. It was encouraging to see people that were strangers. Um, but we broke for lunch. We get back and about Brooke and I get up on stage. We do our thing. No problems. And then Josh and Christy get up on stage. Mm-hmm. And they're about 10 minutes in, if, if that. that. And it starts pouring rain, like right. to the point where it's kind of hard to hear them with a microphone because it's hitting the ceiling so loud. Yeah. The roof. And the roof, yeah. And then all the power goes off. Completely like, black. Yes. You know, totally dark. And so everyone's just kind of waiting to see yeah. what happens. For like the generators to kick in and everything to turn back on. Yeah, so I go back to Phil, the sound guy, who did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. And I say, hey, like, what do we do? He's like, it'll turn back on and everything should fire back up. Yeah. And so it does. And then they start talking again. Maybe two, three more minutes go by. Yeah. Boom. Power out again. Yeah. <laughs> we're waiting for it to go back on. I think it happens three times, right? It might have been by the third time. By the third time, then I get up on stage and I say, hey, we're just going to take a break and mm-hmm. hopefully like the worst of this storm passes um, and then we'll get back going. Like yeah. there's nothing really else we can do. Yeah. Um, and so it was it was interesting. I'm not one to... Um, I don't think I'm one to over-spiritualize things. Would right. you say that's true? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as they were speaking, so eventually Phil brought out these like portable speakers with like a wired thinking. mic. He was like, what doesn't need power? Which was still kind of challenging to hear them with the oh, rain 100%. and stuff. Oh, 100%. It was hard to hear um, them That's why you always sit in the front. <laughs> and so uh, he they, they start talking again. And it was so interesting. Every time they were talking uh, about sort of just the value of marriage and, you know, how much God loves marriage. And like every time they started reading scripture, I swear the rain picked up, the mm-hmm. noise went up. Like it was just, I don't know if it was a spiritual attack, but there was definitely something happening that was like yeah. bizarre. Phil said this has never happened to him. Yeah. 
And they, they, that's literally what they do yeah, there. They never Events lost power like there. He's like, well, we lost it once during the rehearsal for like a play. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. Josh and Christy said that's never happened to them. Yeah. And they speak all over. Yeah. For years and years and years. Yeah. And so it, it definitely threw, it, it just threw me out of whack a little bit. Oh, like, yeah. I know. We, Brad and I are in the back. Brad's like, mm, that's what we always say. Devil's in the sound system. <laughs> yeah. He's like praying it out. Yeah. April's like praying it yeah. out. Like. Eventually we got it, got it back going, but it it threw us off a little bit. And so we like, it's funny, Jeff's, Jeff's main advice for for me, uh, for doing the event, Jeff Bethke for doing the event was make sure that you like talk about your next thing on stage. Like we've, you know, from a business standpoint, we've sold more seats to integrated because we talk about it from family teams. Like if you don't do anything else, do that. Super smart. Totally. Didn't do a single bit. Nope. Didn't mention anything (laughs) because I was like. The power's off. The whole room is black and there's 400 people in here. <laughs> um, but then the event finished off really fine. My absolute highlight, 100% highlight. Of the day? Of the day. I am. I come up on stage with Brooke. We welcome everybody. Mm-hmm. I get Brad to come on stage so people can kind of become familiar with him. Mm-hmm. And we tell the story of his bus, bus flight. Mm-hmm. And that got the crowd loosened up. And then I got Brad off stage and I... <laughs> go, oh, I brought something from Hawaii. Let me go grab it. And I bring it like a barbell with two big weights on it on mm-hmm. stage. Not a single person laughed at that joke. Yeah. Like it was crickets. And so then I said, much like Brad's plane, that joke did not land. So I'm just going to move on. Um, <laughs> and so I'm ta- I'm, I, I use the barbell as an analogy. And, and when the talk's available, you can hear, hear it all there. Yeah. And so, but one thing I was mentioning over and over again was that I've gotten into lifting weights because in Maui, you take your shirt off a lot more. And I've been, yeah. and turns was, out if you go to the beach more, yeah, you take your shirt off you more. Wear less clothes and more. so you think about it. And yeah. so I'm doing this on stage and Brad jokingly says to Josh behind stage, and we all know each other. We're all integrated together. Like we're not strangers. Mm-hmm. Brad jokingly says to Josh, Hey, should I go out, go out there without my shirt off? And he's, he's supposed to go out after TJ and introduce Josh and Christy for the yeah. first time. Yeah. And he says, Josh loses it. Right. So At like the thought of that. Happening. So Brad wasn't going to do it. Yeah. But Josh's reaction kind of propelled him to do it. So right. if you have a friend that's willing to do dumb things, yeah. Laugh at them when they come up with it, like laugh yeah. at their idea just to, it'll, it'll to just to push them on. So I had accidentally did, done something in my talk right where I forgot something. So I yeah. decided to put it at the end. Right. But I, it sounded like I was going to land the plane. And then and I was done. like, and then I was like, oh, but I want to do this one thing real quick. So yeah. I actually like landed the plane for the talk and then jumped into, jumped into this like four minute thing. Yeah. Well, Brad took his shirt off <laughs> with about six minutes He's to go. backstage. Half undressed, waiting for you to be done. So I come around the back. I've been sitting off stage to the left, like watching, listening to TJ. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to go make sure like Brad's ready and we're ready. So I like go all the way back behind the curtain and I just come up on Brad alone, waiting in the stairwell shirtless with his microphone. And I was like, hey, (laughs) hey, buddy, this is great. Like I mean, I did. I laughed hard because I knew where he was going immediately. I was just like, oh man, this is so good. And so I end my talk and I turn around and Brad's coming at me with his shirt off. And that's just, it was that's great. why I love him so much. Yeah. So that was definitely my highlight. Do you have a highlight? Um, I don't know if I have one. I really don't. I enjoyed so many elements of it. And I just, 
And I think this was a joke you didn't get to make because like we didn't script what we were saying and like, you know, it didn't all go exactly like we'd maybe talked about the first time, but you were jokingly going to say, you know, as we always say, this is the worst we'll ever be at this. So welcome to the worst (laughs) best is yet to come event ever. And which is funny, but like, I need that reminder in my life so Mm -hmm. frequently because I am not one typically in some areas. I love trying new things and I can be all about it. But I would say in general. Those areas for you, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, are mostly by yourself. Yes. And honestly, mostly in the kitchen. Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can be that person, but but naturally I'm not. And by default, I'm not. And I'm like, and that's not to say that I'm like super risk averse. It's, it's not no. that. It's not like, oh, that sounds, oh, I don't know. Like, right. it's just like, hey, do you want to try something new? Do you want to go do this thing you've never done before? Yeah. My answer will just, With na- people just watching. naturally be like, not really, no. <laughs> like, right. but if you do, that sounds great. Go for it. Yeah. And so I do need that reminder a lot when, when I've said yes to doing something I've never done before, that like, it is okay for this to be the worst that ever is, even if that's still really great. Yeah. I'm not saying it was a terrible event. It was a fantastic event, mm-hmm. I believe. But like these feelings of like, we've never done this and all all that like, I don't know, yeah. you know, we've never done it before. Like it's okay to feel those things because it is the first time. Right. And I have to remind myself of that. Yeah. So I don't know if I have one highlight. Um, I, I really enjoyed the very little I got to look around um, cause I didn't want to just like stand up front and like <laughs> stare at everybody who's, hey, That's I know you, you know, um, but it was really cool to see people there that I know, but I don't know super well mm. because I feel like when we do a pop-up shop often, I like don't really know anybody or I've gotten to know them because they come to all the pop-up shops, but I'm talking like, like two circles out of mm. like friends and acquaintances, like still in the much bigger bubble, yeah. but like. I don't know if I know all their kids' names. Right. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? It's yeah. sort of like, hey, I know you, yeah, but like, only oh, What are you doing for a living now? Like right. that type like, of I, thing. Yep, I know yep, yep. stuff or like I know their parents or I, I graduated with their brother or like, like things like that. Like an acquaintance once removed. Sort of. And so <laughs> it was really cool to see so many people from my circle, that many circles out at an event like this. Yeah. And that just, I don't know. I think that just means that like it's, the event really is and was something people are needing Mm-hmm. I've said so many times, like, man, I, I would have gone to something like that. Yeah. If so, if somebody had put on something like that a few years ago, even now I would probably go, yeah. but like, I, I was just excited for what we were offering. And then to see people in my immediate circle all the way out to like a few circles mm-hmm. out, not just strangers on the internet who right. are also fantastic. Yeah. 100%. But like it's that it was this both and of yeah. audience that was really, really cool for me. And it's cool because, you know, we've been tinkering with this world, especially like when Jeremy talked, you know, he talked about family teams. He talked about seven day rhythm, mm-hmm. you know, topics that we have heard. I've heard him talk about a bunch of times. Yeah. Um, and so it was cool to me because we've introduced that to our podcast and so yeah. you guys have some of you have totally yeah if you've listened to it bought you've into the seven it. day rhythm and and you're you're all about it which is amazing and and i'm sure you would say the same and so it was cool to think that people in those sort of second circles like there were the people that were there for the po- like podcast people that like 100 you know are 177 it. in and and they <laughs> love it 
um, which is awesome. But then, yeah, that, that's it was cool to be like, hey, we're or we, some of like, you know, so many of the wives listen like yeah. religiously and they yeah. have listened to almost every episode, but it, they were able to bring their spouse to this. And it was like, I don't know how many people stood in line where what they said to us was like, I've listened to almost everything and he hasn't, you know, or the other way around, yeah. like whatever. And, and basically like today converted them, yeah. which wasn't the point. No. The point wasn't like, come to this. So you yeah. listen to our podcast, but that was just really cool. And I just love an opportunity I love to the bring idea somebody else of introducing people to really life shifting orient like ideas. Mm -hmm. And and that's what I feel like both Josh and Christy do from sort of the emotional health perspective. Yeah. And Jeremy does from sort of the like family vision perspective. Yeah. And so to get hit with that one, two combo, yeah. it to me, like, like when, when I remember when I first got hit with that, it was the yeah. first integrated four yeah. years ago. And I just came home and I was shook to the core. Yeah. And <laughs> two and a half years later we moved mm -hmm. and there have been decision after decision made that I can link back to those early days of oh, like, yeah. that is where, you know, the timeline, that's where a branch of the timeline went out. Mm -hmm. Like I had expected this sort of into the multiverse. Yeah. You know, like picture that sort of like branching timeline that they use in every multiverse movie now, <laughs> like that point was one where was where God did something kind of mm. incredible in our lives yeah. that I did not know what it would be. Mm. And and now I can see what it is. Yeah. And so for me to think of the possibility out of the 400 people there, even if I just happens to one person, mm -hmm. like that is an incredible thing. Yeah. And to be able to be the one that facilitated that, which I, I always feel like I do like facilitating things. Yeah. Um, felt like, man, I, this feels like something that God has given me giftings in and called me to do. And so, to see it all sort of happen and play out was just really special. Um, yeah, it was, it was so cool. I, I really don't know if I have one, one highlight, but just the whole, that it happened, yeah. that we did it, that we said yes to it, that people said yeah. yes to it, that the speakers said yes yeah. to it, that the venue, like just, I, just that all of it fell into place. And, um, I believe was as impactful for many people as I hoped that I had hoped and prayed it would yeah. be. Like that was just really cool. And so um, we'll, we'll get into like one sort of final point. But before we do that, like for those of you that hung around in line mm -hmm. and to say hi and take pictures and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff, that is such a surreal moment for us um, because, you know, like, I don't know, I just like it just it just doesn't feel real. And my right. my dad always kind of like shakes his head and laughs. He's like, what's going on? Like, yeah, oh, like, yeah. I'm like, oh, like, I feel you. You know, like people took pictures of my parents and he's like, I don't get it. Yeah. And he's like, I mean, I like, like, he's like, you're a likable guy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're really sweet, Bill, but I don't know you personally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But also I would say that's even more common in the like, I don't like the phrase influencer, but like in the like internet follow people you don't yeah, really know sure who are actually just yeah. normal people. Like yeah. I do feel like that's more normal, but it was also surreal more... to be like, people came from South Dakota. Oh yeah. Idaho, Washington, Washington, Arizona, North Carolina, Texas, Arizona, Texas, Louisiana, Illinois, Louisiana, Florida. Uh, I'm going to send an email to, to all the people who were there. Cause I want, you want to make a map. Want to make a map. Let's go to the map. Um, but I feel like it, sort of having all those sort of surreal moments. Yeah over and over again that whole day after the trip that we had to get there. Right. 
<laughs> really, like Brooke really brought it home. And, and so I'd love you to, for you to share just a small bit about what you shared at the end, because I feel like that perfectly encapsulates a lot of what we're trying to feel, mm-hmm. like what we're trying to not feel, but what we're trying to say. Yeah. Uh, and, and might give you language and honestly, just like a really solid encouragement because we have been using this language now for about a month and it has been super helpful oh so, so helpful yeah um and then it's also kind of funny right you can, well you, you can take and. anything and, and, and make it kind of funny but um yeah so i shared this at the end of the end of the event and i'll i'll share it now whether in context to something like the event or like you know even like listening to this podcast um you know you listen week after week after week and you have all these takeaways and you're like okay yeah cool like i'm gonna implement that yeah. or i'd like to try this and whatever whatever um and so what i had shared was i was recently reading something um that that shared this it, it wasn't even like the main part of the book at all it was just like one little example that was talking well we're gonna talk about this we're gonna book. talk heavily about the book separately a, a yeah, different time. so um, so we'll probably mention it again, but it's this idea of the natural versus the supernatural. So God does the supernatural, right? Like yep. he shows up, he is the supernatural. He's the one doing the miracles. He's making these big, like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. how is this even possible? Things happen. Mm-hmm. That is not our job as humans, as followers of Jesus. Like that is not our place. That is not our gifting. That's not our job. That is his. Our job is to do the natural mm-hmm. and the natural. And I don't mean natural in like, Oh, it comes so easy. It's natural. I don't mean like that. I just mean like natural versus supernatural. And so, um, you know, there's this story in the Bible and I'm going to give, I'll give two examples first, sort of like when, uh, or not sort of exactly like when, you know, Moses is, uh, taking the people. Oh my goodness. My brain, you guys, I did not sleep well last night. Um, he's taking the people uh, like towards the red sea. Right. And it wasn't like he goes, Hey guys, there's a sea parted over there. Let's go this right. way. Like he, the supernatural was not already done. He had to go. Everybody had to follow. He had to believe he had to do his part stand there, raise his staff or rod Dance, or whatever yeah. you call it. He had to do the natural. And then God showed up and did the supernatural. Right. And it's same thing with like the feeding of the 5,000. 5, is that right? Like, or however many? 4,000 or whatever. Um, you know, they weren't like, hey, we have all this food here. Or boom, here's all this food from right. the Lord. Now let's start feeding people. Yeah. Like, no, like they had to do the natural, yeah, the which I'm shows sure didn't feel two natural. Two loaves and three fish or whatever. Yes. Yeah. And, and they had to do their part. And then the Lord showed up to do the supernatural. And so the the, the really cool story is the story, of, which I was not super familiar with, is the story of Elijah mm-hmm. outrunning a chariot. Yep. And so I don't think I have the verse pulled up in front of me now, but basically the verse says something. You want to pause it? And- uh, sure. Yeah. You can pause it real quick. Okay. Found my notes, everybody. Um, I think this might be, I don't know what version this is, but it says, things happened fast. The sky grew black with wind-driven clouds and then a huge cloudburst of rain, much like we experienced <laughs> at our event, um, with Ahab hightailing it in his chariot for Jezreel. And God strengthened Elijah mightily. Then pulling up his robe and tying it around his waist, Elijah ran in front of Ahab's chariot until they reached Jezreel. And so 
it's really cool to read that specific verse in all the different versions, like all the different translations, yeah. um, because that's what the book I was reading was talking about. And they were talking specifically about finances, like mm-hmm. the natural versus the supernatural. But what you and IT have started applying this to like everything. Yeah. Like, am I doing the natural? Am I tying up my cloak mm-hmm. in my marriage, yeah. in parenting, in my relationships, in my finances, in my health, in my anything? Am I tying up my cloak so that... God can show up and do the supernatural. Yeah. And, and I think specifically in, in areas where things feel really hard or really scary or really painful, I think a lot of us sit in that waiting for the Lord to do the miracle before mm-hmm. we do any of our part. Right. Not always, not always, but a lot of times. Like, oh, okay, you know, so in, not, not literally in me and you, our marriage, but just like hypothetically speaking, yeah. like, you know, I'll, oh, okay, I'll change or I'll start doing that or I'll be kind or I'll do whatever or I'll mm-hmm. serve this way when the Lord changes, fully my changes everything, yeah. you know, like changes every circumstance yeah. and whatever. Yeah. And so, man, what a helpful, like, image, just, language, just yeah. image and language, not only the natural versus the supernatural, but the tying but up the cloak. thinking about the tying up of the cloak. Yeah. Because if he had, if God had given him the supernatural strength, and he did not tie up his cloak. He, he would have tripped. He would have been tripping and falling and fumbling the whole way, and uh, very unlikely pro- would have made it in front yeah, of the chariot. And, and I mean, I picture someone like a human <laughs> yeah. outrunning a chariot. Like I just picture, like you know, some kid on the side of the road, like selling yeah. dates or fruit or whatever yeah. that day. And meow, this dude, meow. this dude is literally outrunning yeah. a chariot with at least one horse, yeah. maybe more. Uh-huh. Like. That's insane. Yeah, and I think, you know, it, let's say Elijah doesn't tie up his cloak. He right. trips because of his super speed and <laughs> falls on his face. Yeah. God does not get the glory in that scenario. Um, and so when we tie up our cloak, we are basically setting the table yeah. for God to get the glory in our lives. And it has been so encouraging. And it's really encouraging in like the mundane, mm. especially like, you know, this book is specifically about finances of like, yeah keeping the budget and checking it every day and, mm-hmm. and, you know, making sure like all that kind of stuff can yeah. feel very mundane, yeah. you know, day in and day out. Like same thing with fitness. We talk about fitness a lot as a, just like a good sort of metaphor for life. Like the, the natural is that I just show up to the gym and I eat healthy and I, you know, yeah. weigh myself every day or whatever, right. you know, I count my calories or whatever, the, whatever the natural is. And then God can do the supernatural in your body. He can bring yeah. healing. He can bring restoration. He can yeah. like, and so, but sometimes I think we just, ex- we just let, you know, we expect like, God, just make me feel better, but I'm drinking two liters of Coke a day <laughs> and, you know, right. six bags of chips and a bunch of donuts. And we're like, God, why won't you just do the supernatural and make me feel better? Yeah. And, you know, I think he's saying, Hey, we got to tie up our cloak. Yeah. You got to tie it up from time to time. And so yeah, I, I felt like that was sort of what we saw at the event. Like we yeah. just like, well, I feel like whether, cause people probably didn't have the language going into it, but I feel like by saying yes to an event like that and like buying a ticket and going. And then I also feel like it from our perspective, me and UT saying yes to an event like that. Like that was us tying up our cloak. Yeah. Like we tied it up and said, we're going to do this event. And then people tied it up and said, I'm going to go to that. Yeah. I'm going to do, and, I'm going to invest in that thing. And, and honestly, like time. Jeremy, Josh, Brad, all, you know, all the speakers just tied it up by just speaking. Like, yes. let's just speak what we've learned. 
Yeah. And now we hope our prayer and our and our you know is that God will do the supernatural. And so whether people were mm-hmm. there and they were in a great place in their marriage, God's going to do the supernatural and take their family to like new levels and new places and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Or if someone was like in a real rough spot in their marriage, yeah. we're hoping that by them tying up their cloak and being there, God will do the supernatural and like restore maybe some brokenness yeah. um, and some damage in relationships for his glory. Mm-hmm. And so that was just the sort of like overwhelming feeling yeah. of that day that like, man, this this is cool. Mm-hmm. And we get to play such a tiny little part in it. Yeah. Um, while God just like blows people out of the water. Yeah. And and I feel like that's what the Christian life is mostly about. Right. Like what what sort of small na- natural tie up the cloak part can I play mm-hmm. so that I can see the goodness of God just kind of explode all over. Yeah. So mm. if you came, thank you. If you yes. missed it and you're like, please do it again. We, we think we, we are. <laughs> we think we are. We, yeah. uh, you know, there's obviously a lot of details that you need to figure out. Yeah. Um, but we believe that at least for now, we hope to make this a yearly thing. Yeah. You know, don't hold, remember Brooke doesn't like <laughs> committing to something for all of time. <laughs> Either do I, other than marriage. Right. Hey, hey. Um, but yeah, it was just such a life giving event for us. And I, and I, from what we heard from you guys, it mm-hmm. was for you as well. So we hope to just continue to do it. And, and so here, here's my sort of podcast, uh, request, but clencher mm. request is mm-hmm. if you did, if, if you did come, you're getting an email. I have a questionnaire for you to fill out. That'll be super helpful for us. Yeah. If you didn't come who sent us a DM on Instagram or mm-hmm. yeah, I guess that's the best place of who you would love to come speak. Only if they didn't come. Well, I'm going to ask the people that did. Oh, come. Oh, yeah, and they're going to be asked yeah, over there. Sorry. Yeah. Wasn't tracking I mean, that. Sorry, everybody. If you if you did come and you still want to answer that in the right, Instagram right, right. DM, so be it. Right. But, who but you'll get you... a chance to answer yes. it on the forum. That's what I'm I was sorry. trying to say. Got it. Who would you love to come to speak? Mm. Okay. And yeah. then instead, so every time we do this discount code, we get like a, a, a bunch of messages from people saying, what's the discount code? What's the discount code? I, I listened to the whole episode. I couldn't find it. What's the discount code? Which I'm like, <laughs> you feel like we make it pretty obvious. Yeah. So for this collection. Okay. The discount code is. Oh. I what is it? I don't know. I thought you had one. Go for <laughs> I it. Don't have one. Go for it. Is pearls? Sure. <laughs> mm. Or is yuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yuck is pretty good. Okay. So for the fall collection, the, the Rejoice Always collection, you use the discount code yuck. Y U C K. Don't spell that incorrectly, Christians. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> you will save extra compared to sort of like the generic discount code that yeah. usually circles around during a collection yeah. because we appreciate you and we love that you listen to the podcast every week and we're very, very thankful. You can also message us 177, mm-hmm. just that alone, 177, nothing else, and we will <laughs> remind you what that discount code is. Yeah. So you can have it in your DMs if you don't want to come back. And you have a hard time remembering. So there's two different ways you can get it. Yeah. One, you can just remember it's the word yuck, like Sonny drawing those old lady yuck shoes. <laughs> or you can message us 177. The collection comes out July 27th at 9 p.m. Eastern, 24 hours early if you subscribe on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Please buy a shirt. Mm. It means the world to us. Yes. And I think that's it. Okay. okay I, I love, love you. you. Bye. bye.
snap, 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 sn